Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Coming up this week, a Disney Cruise Line entertainer is accused of sexual assault. Twelve Cuban migrants are rescued by the Disney Wonder Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. And a little later on, we'll have our review of Tuto Italia at Epcot. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 873 for the week of February 16th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling. Hi, everybody. <laughs> From the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, Mr. Tom Bell. Hey, folks. The lovely and talented Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hello, guys. The also lovely and talented Corey Martin. Just happy to be here. And back in the production nook, the not-so-lovely but very talented producer Craig Williams. Thanks. And Rhino. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Thank see, you. You can see that's, that short stop coming, didn't you? Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you're having a great week. A couple things in housekeeping. Uh, first, uh, we just want to mention what's coming up this week uh, on our various shows. Uh, of course, every Monday, the Dreams Unlimited Travel podcast goes up on uh, iTunes and on the Dreams Unlimited Travel YouTube channel. Um, this past uh, yesterday, this past week, this past Monday, we had a very lively discussion about uh, my Disney experience in FastPass Plus with one of our good friends and a Disney veteran, Miss Heather Weil. So go check that out. Next week, Tracy Heinrichs and the team will discuss Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, including uh, how to get help and book the uh, best cruise for you. That was given to me by John. John and Kevin are not here this week because they're both sick. And stuff's been going around, and they didn't want to get the rest of us sick, so that's why they're not present. Um, of course, also every Monday, iTunes... And DizUnplugged.com, the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged with the lovely and talented Mr. Tom Bell <laughs> and other people. And other um, <laughs> the, the official The official line right. is Tom Bell and them. Um, and what are you talking about this week, Tom? Uh, yesterday we talked, we celebrated our fifth anniversary with the top five snacks under $5. That's right, five years. Five years. Wow, congratulations. And then next Sunday, live on Mixler, uh, Mary Jo continues her. Uh, side trips up the coast, talking about Newport Beach and Laguna Beach. So, oh, great places! Yeah, awesome. Of course, every Wednesday, one p.m. Eastern Time, disunplug.com, the trip with Jenny Lynn Knopp, Teresa Eccles, and Jackie Gailey. And what do you have in store for the people this Wednesday? We have a hotel review. We are reviewing the B Resort and Spa on Hotel Plaza Boulevard. Oh. So, off property, well, no, on property accommodation that's not a Disney resort. There you go. Yeah. And, of course, Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged with Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, and Jenny Lynn Knopp. And what is coming up this week on your show, Craig? 
this week uh, we're going to be talking about voodoo sticky penguins. Uh, kind of in a way. Well, and the voodoo sense, we'll be talking about Universal Mardi Gras. JL and I had the chance to go out and experience it. Rhino decided that Valentine's Day was too important to uh, work. Uh, thank goodness JL and I have the sense to put work above personal lives, and we're able to go out and do that. But uh, no, it also so- helps her boyfriend lives in England. <laughs> Yeah, and my you know. wife was in California, so, so we kind of had it open. But something that. tells me if that, had, if that situation had been a little different, <laughs> probably wouldn't have covered it Sunday night. Maybe, uh, but it was bare naked ladies. Uh, JL and I had a great time uh, overall, so we're excited to share about it. And uh, Bare naked ladies, that's kind of like the real Mardi Gras. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. So. I was not one of those bare naked ladies. <laughs> that's where Corey was on Sunday, right? Yeah. Last Sunday. What, what day is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's our coverage. Awesome. Also want to let everybody know that the team is going to be out in Disneyland. What? Yeah. April 2nd through the 10th. We will be out there uh, doing some doing some stuff for our next big Disneyland event, which will take place in June. I'm not going to give you any more details. Uh, than that, because we're still working them out. But I'm so happy that Food and Wine Festival is going to be there. Perfect timing. It's awesome. Perfect timing. And yeah, the uh, they, they're bringing it back. They're bringing back Food and Wine Festival to California Adventure, which I'm so excited about yeah. because yeah. we always had a great time there. They had stopped it for for all construction, the- all the construction that was going on. Yeah, and well, and they they used a lot of the where basically where the Carthay Circle restaurant is now as some of the, where the culinary demonstrations and things are going on. So yeah, it's going to, it's going to be good to have it back. It's a very different experience than what we have out here. They don't do the kiosks like we did. Yeah. There's some kind of health code in California that prevents them from doing random damn tree hugging hippies. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So so instead what they do is all the, uh, the counter service places Mm -hmm. around California adventure, all add items onto their menus for the the rumor is that it's going to basically take over Hollywood land this time around. Um, Mad Tea Party is closing like two days before the festival starts. So hmm. they'll probably use Stage 17, which is where they had Olaf's uh, Snowfest. Um, and then there's tons of space back there, especially with Aladdin closed. Yeah, so. they did something last time with Stage 17 for Food and Wine, didn't they? Quite possibly, yeah. Also, they used to use the old um, Hollywood and Dine, Hollywood and Vine, Dine uh, restaurant back in the corner for for food and wine okay so it's gonna be fun should be fun so the team will be out there if you happen to be in disneyland keep an eye open for us uh april 2nd through the 10th um so that's all i have do we have anything else for housekeeping no really that's it. Jenny Lynn and I are just happy to be here today, as well as Corey. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your catchphrase right there. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You can have it. We've been gone because For we've today. been out in the parks during those days. Yeah, Tuesday is their park day, one of their park days. Yeah. So we're uh, handling the Twitter feed and the Facebook accounts on, on Tuesdays. But it's been fun. But I, it's been a long time. I think I actually haven't been on a show since November, if I'm remembering correctly. Wow. It's been a while. Yeah, we we were just saying before the uh, before the show that like at least once a month we're gonna have you guys in the studio instead of being in a theme park. But well, I'm glad to have you here. Yeah, so we're glad nice to, to be back. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh, Mr. No, Sass, it is. Bitter, Sassy party of one, bitter. 
Um, all right, let's move on to the news. Uh, first news story, 12 suspected Cuban migrants picked up by the Disney Wonder. Uh, the Disney Wonder picked up a group of 12 Cuban suspected migrants. That's not written well. Uh, southeast of Cuba around 8 p.m. on Saturday, February the 13th. They were brought on board the cruise ship and were going to be handed over to authorities in Grand Cayman, the ship's next port of call. The U.S. Coast Guard's 7th District spokesman, John Paul Rios, said that they were found on a, quote, rustic, end quote, vessel, a term used by authorities to describe dangerous, unseaworthy vessels. I think the Coast Guard is gay. <laughs> oh, it's a ru- that, that vessel's very rustic. Um, probably not the word I would use for a banana boat. I think those, um, you know, pallets were pretty well tied together. Yeah. <laughs> it's rustic. Those are pallets. They're rustic. <laughs> Um, the Coast Guard was not sure if the migrants had been attempting to get to the U.S. or if it was just a pleasure cruise. Where do you think they were going? They were on a three-hour tour. Um, they were on a three-hour. Yeah, exactly. It was Cuban Gilligan's Island. Um, there has been an increase in Cuban migrants attempting to enter the U.S. by both land and sea, presumably because it's believed that immigration policies allowing Cubans into the U.S. will be changing soon. Uh, there have been more than 120 Cuban migrants that have landed in the Cayman Islands since January. Rio says it's common for cruise ships to pick up migrants while at sea and that the ships have agreements to get in touch with the U.S. Coast Guard and then drop them off at the next port of call. The Disney Wonder also picked up eight migrants in 2013 who were stranded on a raft 45 miles from Key West. Now, if I'm not mistaken, U.S. law states if they actually make it to land in the U.S., they can stay. I'm That's what almost, I I'm it almost was, yeah. that, and it only applies. And let's we'll do a little test. It only applies to Cuban immigrants. Why is that? Where do most of them land? Florida. Florida. What's a big swing state in a presidential election? Oh, Florida. Really? Wow. Who has a massive Cuban American, a Cuban uh, population? Florida. Florida. Huh. That's why. You now, go I don't to Miami, know Miami, you have to speak Spanish. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that I'm, I'm, that's been my understanding. That, uh, is that your? Yeah. Look? I have no idea why. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, from what I understand, I could be wrong on this. I know at one point this was the law. I don't know if it's changed, but at one point, uh, if, if they made, if they, if they stepped foot on U.S. soil on their own, they were allowed to stay. So that's why I think they probably get pissed when a ship comes by yeah. and fishes them out of the water. But then again, so many of them die making the journey here because, I mean, no, they're not in seaworthy vessels. Mm-hmm. All joking aside, these are not seaworthy vessels. And you are in the ocean. You're in open water. So, so when the Coast Guard picks them up, I'm assuming, and... Do they take them back to Cuba, or do they just say, "Hey, find your own way back"? I never. I'm saw not that sure. Actually, I don't, I'm not sure what the answer to that is. Um, I, I know they don't. I think if they bring them to the United States, it's to they're put into detention and then sent back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. I'm sure somebody listening or watching will will tell us. I'm not what, sure. What category that. do you think they stay in when they're on the cruise? Do you think they're stop? I mean, seriously. I mean, that's a pretty nice room, expensive room. <laughs> you think they send them send Castro Bill? I mean, <laughs> they, they get break. access to the buffets. I mean, really? I, I think you know. Look, it's it's 
it's wonderful they do it. It's wonderful they pick them up and take care of them, make sure they get medical attention and get somewhere safely. But uh, I think, yeah, with the changes in policies that are have already been implemented and are rumored to be coming in terms of our relationship with Cuba, I think you are going to see a lot more of it. Yeah. So, all right. Also, in a Disney Cruise Line related story, uh, Andrew Pogson, 39 of Ontario, Canada, was arrested after a woman accused him of sexually assaulting her. She said they met about six months ago and he told her that he was an entertainer for Disney Cruise Line. He invited her to come on a cruise with him and she responded that she would do it, but only as friends. Disney Cruise Line had not said what type of entertainer he was, although we did find out that he went under the stage name. What was it? Freddie Fusion. Freddie Fusion. Hmm. Um, But uh, Disney Cruise Line has suspended their relationship with him pending the case's outcome. The two had checked into the Marriott Hotel in Augusta National Drive in Orlando on February 12th. And the alleged victim said that uh, while they slept in the same bed, she had been very clear that she wanted nothing more then a friendship with him, and that nothing had happened that first night. Then they spent the day at Epcot. She had become extremely intoxicated, in her words, after drinking all day. Once back at the hotel, she fell asleep after ordering room service, and when she woke up, she was, quote, naked from the waist down, and Pogson was on top of her having sex. She says she got out of bed, wrapped a towel around herself, and ran to the door for help. She said she punched him in the face twice when he approached her, uh, witness accounts match hers. Uh, uh, Pogson was subsequently charged with sexual battery and placed in the Orange County Jail. So, you know, I don't know what to say. What that, can you say? That happens. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, the, the post on Facebook has been pretty heated. I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot. Okay, of- stop right now. Anybody <laughs> at this table suggests that anything this woman did warranted that is going to get is going to have a problem with me. But you should see that that post. I mean, it's pretty heated. It really is. It's it's amazing. You know, there's all sorts of judgment lapses. But I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. No means no. No means no. And I don't care what messages you're sending. I don't care what, you know, what you're picking up. What, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No means no. So, but we'll find out, you know. We'll find out. I'm sure it'll work its way through the courts. Don't want to convict and you know convict this guy yet, but um, you know I I think his regardless of how it's adjudicated, his career with Disney Cruise Line is probably over. Oh yeah. Um. So the other story this week, because it really was a crappy news week. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, criminal charges have been filed against Foodles Production UK the division of the Walt Disney Company that produced Star Wars The Force Awakens. British health authorities have been investigating the onset accident that resulted in a broken leg for film star Harrison Ford. Ford was filming at the Pinewood Studios in London in June 2014 when he was hit by a hydraulic door on the Millennium Falcon set. He had to be airlifted to a hospital to have surgery, and film production was halted for two weeks. The health and safety executive said, quote, by law, employers must take responsible steps to protect workers. This is as true on a film set as on a factory floor, end quote. They are charging foodles, I can't believe I have to say that, <laughs> with four breaches of workplace health and safety laws. A court hearing will take place in May. 
Foodles responded and said <laughs> that the safety of cast and crew was a top priority, and they were, quote, disappointed by the decision to prosecute. Wait, wait, who were they charging again? Well, it's a production company <laughs> called Poodles <laughs> that is apparently owned by Disney. So I want Foodles <laughs> to make Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. It sounds like a snack. It does. Yeah. I had, oh, I'm so sick. I had a whole bag of Foodles. <laughs> yeah. Now, for those who do not know what I'm talking about when I keep saying Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings, uh, on today's Daily Fix, which every, every weekday... Noon Eastern, the Daily Fix. Uh, you say the Daily Pigs? Daily Fix. <laughs> um, we were talking about the uh, the return of club villains, club villains <clears throat> at Hollywood Studios in it's March. A, it's my rapid fire. And okay, I'll stop talking, and we will talk about the <laughs> That's the then. Word of caution, right there. That's my rapid fire. Shut up. <laughs> She's so charming. <laughs> So, all right, that's the news. Oh my God, it's a quarter after one. This is, we're going to have to have like a 40 minute review. I thought some of those news stories would last longer, to be honest. They're pretty, you know. Well, I don't have John and Kevin here, and the rest of you are pretty quiet. Well, they're so controversial. Yeah. I'm sure rapid fires will get some. You can't talk much about rape, really. Oh, don't worry, they're talking about it. <laughs> oh, real, oh, what, yeah. Yeah. You can talk quite a bit about it. I'm not going to. Um, no, I don't want any more of those nasty emails we got. So let's bring up Bill Cosby <laughs> while we're at it. <laughs> How's no, he doing these you. days? Oh, oh, let's talk about Antonin and Scalia dying and them having to put somebody new on the Supreme Court. Let's go with something a little less controversial. Um, were you going to say something about foodles? You wanted them to do something. <laughs> no, I was going to make the, I was going to make the jump over to voodoo sticky pig wings, but then I got yelled at because uh. I stepped on somebody's rapid fire. <laughs> well, Craig made me do it, so. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. not touching that. I'm not touching <laughs> that. Oh, that's what she said. Hey, this is going downhill fast. Let's move over. No to means rapid. no. <laughs> Let's move over to rapid fire. Oink means no. Um, <laughs> and we'll start with we'll start with. We're going to go in the order I have it in my script. Uh, we're going with around order. Yep. Around All right. Two. So Kathy, we'll start with you. Okay. Club villain has been extended. Voodoo into, sticky pig wings <laughs> has been extended into March 2016. It's um, you get a, a meal and. It's an all-you-care-to-eat buffet type of place, and you can have New Orleans-style food. I keep thinking of, okay, creamy polenta with sautéed shrimp, herb-rubbed strip loin, black-eyed peas, Cajun chicken gumbo. Corey. Voodoo sticky pig wings. Uh, yes, voodoo <laughs> sticky pig wings, and they have desserts. The cost, if you had signed up for this, through February was $99, but the new and improved event is now $129. That's because of the Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. Yes. It is driving the price of this up. Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. So if you've always it wanted to try it. It is my favorite thing in the world to say now. <laughs> and I want hashtag Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings everywhere I look. You take a sip every time you hear that word. <laughs> Get in your yeah, stomach. Do a drinking right? game. Do a drinking game. Yep. That every time I say Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings, you have to take a drink. 
you'll die of alcohol and <laughs> alcohol poisoning by the end of the show. And in, in my last part of it, you can't use the dining plan. So no. you have to No voodoo out. sticky pig wings for the dining plan. No. You're well style food, right? Yep. Cool. Oh. He's not you, you add it. Cajun in front of anything, it's New Orleans style. Right, right. You know. I'm just saying. It's, it's <laughs> People add Cajun in front of Well, they of said New Orleans, New Orleans style. style food, so maybe you should go and check it out. Maybe I should. Now. God, I'm so hungry now. You keep saying <laughs> sticky pig wings. Yep. Voodoo sticky, sticky pig wings. Get it right. <laughs> just regular. <laughs> not just regular sticky pig wings. Voodoo sticky pig wings. <laughs> All right, thank you, Kathy, for the Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. (laughs) Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings, what do you have? All right. um, The annual extravaganza is returning to Disney Parks. Uh, This pseudo Easter egg hunt takes place on both coasts, March 2nd through the 27th. You can buy a special map at several stores in Epcot, Disneyland Park, Disney California Adventure, and new this year, Disneyland's Downtown Disney. Oh, cool. Um, for only five ninety five per map, uh, that's up a buck from last year. Then you take your map, you go around the area that you bought, um, looking for these oversized eggs. Put your stickers on the map. Then, when you're all done, you take it back to a redemption location, um, and you get a special surprise, which is a little collectible two inch. Oh, it's not a surprise egg. anymore. Now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's all over. You've it's a plastic it's egg. It's, well, no, it's been the same for. It's a it, it's a plastic egg with a voodoo sticky pig wing. Yes, yes. <laughs> inside. Uh, this year, oh, and the, so the redemption locations are Port of Entry at Epcot, uh, Disney Showcase at Disneyland Park, Elias and Company at California Adventure, and World of Disney at Downtown Disney. Uh, the uh, fast forward if you don't want to hear what the the surprises are. Uh, they have this year. They have Mickey, Minnie, Woody, Jesse, Stitch, and Cheshire Cat. Um, my advice is to purchase, make your purchase at the redemption location, redeem it immediately. That way you don't have to go back again later. Um, typically it's a random draw as to which egg you're going to get. So if you want all of them, just pay for six maps just right then and you can get all six and your collection is complete. So you don't really have to do it? You do not have to do it now. Huh. Mm -mm. No, it's all about the five ninety five. Okay, well I'd pay five ninety five if have I. Have you didn't been have to, to Disney? <laughs> well, now I'll go. Just I, all I got to do is buy the map. And wh- when is this running? March uh, March second through the twenty seventh. So right before Easter. Okay. Cool. All right. Thank you, Tom. Voodoo sticky pig wings. And over to you, Jenny Lynn. Mine is really dramatic. Do you have anything about Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings? No. No. Um, (laughs) Mine is all about banishment. Lady Tremaine is being banished from the Magic Kingdom. So uh, that character... Well, she's a bit of a witch. (laughs) Wicked stepmother, for being technical. And um, February 21st will be her last day. She will no longer be in the park. But she will continue to be at 1900 Park Fair, their, uh, their character meal. That's it. Someone happy with their contract? Yeah. I do not know. It's a shame. That's one of my favorite. I know she's one of my greets, favorites. Yeah. yeah. I guess they're making cuts, character cuts. Like, but why? I mean, because there's a lot of stories going on right now about characters being cut from the parks. Yeah, I know. I've seen them. I don't know why. And is I, that? Is, I read an article this morning yeah. um, about Shanghai Disney being like strong holding the domestic parks because um, they're way past their schedule and way over budget. So now 
all the other parks have to cut down on labor hours and stuff like that to to compensate. So it could be something to do with that. It's an interesting thing that came out. I'll have to huh. forward it to you. But yeah, I read it like right before I left the house. I just saw it. That's interesting. Really? Yeah. That should have been a news story. It's the Chi- It's the Chinese. <laughs> it's their fault. <laughs> the Cubans now the Chinese. Let's blame the Chinese. <laughs> we we don't have Lady Tremaine because of the Chinese. You're, you're sounding a lot like I don't want to say it. What's that? We got a Trump supporter in the house right here. <laughs> Sounds like we got. Uh, we're, we're <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny Lynn. Corey. All right. Breaking news. Um, Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings is coming to an end as of now, right now at the, this moment. Um, but no, Dream Along with Mickey, the show that's been running nearly 10 years, is coming to an end. Uh, Corey apparently has a problem with Voodoo, Voodoo Sticky, Sticky Pig, Pig Wings. Wings. So now I'm, 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 changing, I'm changing your directive. I want you to tweet at Corey. Hashtag Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. Blow him up. Yeah, do that. Do at Corey and see who see you end up with. At Corey Martin. <laughs> I'm going to hide my right? lower third. Where is it? Or, or is it, No, is it Orlando Tiger? It's at Orlando Tiger. Um, and hashtag Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. Blow him up. Wonderful. That's going to be wonderful. You speak ill of Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings and you will be punished. Uh, uh, can we get to something serious now? Sure. All right. Voodoo uh, Sticky Pig Wings is very serious. I'm very intrigued by this. I must go forth and have Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. I must know what these are. I did not know of the existence of these until today. So, um, <laughs> Dream Along with Mickey, the show that's been running nearly 10 years, is scheduled to end uh, April 2nd. A new show is going to replace it called Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. It will feature uh, characters from Princess and the Frog, Tangled, and Frozen. The storyline for this new show has Mickey and his troop of merrymakers getting ready for a festival and traveling far and wide to invite friends from other lands to join their celebration. From the land of the bewitching bayous, Goofy has invited Tiana, Naveen, and Louis to add a little bit of New Orleans jazz to the party. Also from the uh, land of Enchanted Woods, Donald Duck brings some new friends he met at the Snuggly Duckling. Corey's not reading this off a press release at all. <laughs> I'm reading okay. from our news story. You want me to ad lib? Oh, and Daisy, she, uh, she brings some people from Rapunzel. And then I think Mickey has a surprise for Minnie because she's going to be bringing, guess who, frozen characters to the party. And it ends in a big old dance celebration. So how oh, we like that? There you go. I'm excited about it. I really am. I mean, 10 years, it's this nice is for a change. This is one of the best news that's come out recently. I hate Dream Along with Mickey. Every time I see that phallic stage go straight up into the air, <laughs> oh my end, God. I just, <laughs> I absolutely lose my mind. And then you think it's over, oh, wow. and then they do a key change and go up higher. And that show is freaking awful. And I'm sorry for anyone out there who loves it, but 10 years is 10 years too it's, long. It's time to change it up. Oh, but I'll bet you they keep that. They'll find a way to. They're going to keep the, the stage or the, yes, the, the show. Stage. Oh. The stage. Oh, the phallic stage is not going yeah, yeah. anywhere. <laughs> no one can call this show flaccid. But I, <laughs> Stop oh. it! Oh man! I am so close to saying something I shouldn't say. Oh man! Um, God, it's right it's here too. It's sticky, right here. But I can't. I won't. I, I won't. thought somewhere along when they brought Dream Along with Mickey out that 
they said that they needed to bring that show out because how was it they needed um like there was you know the fight scene and stuff that you needed uh controversy or forget what the word was but like you needed something that they had to struggle through this new show doesn't sound like they have to struggle through anything she wants a plot line. Wants, no, well, they have to struggle through. What? So, so what? Mickey goes to rehab. <laughs> well, they were saying the it show gets dark that, real fast. <laughs> whatever the Cinderella, whatever the one was before that. Mickey has a heroin habit. <laughs> it was it was overcoming black tar heroin. It was no, it was overcoming <laughs> bad dreams. Right, like that. It was Mickey well, had the, a bad dream. Or Donald. Well, the one they Donald. had before that was Cinderella and stuff. They said they got rid of that because people want to root for like the bad guy or they want to root for what's going on. Now, this just sounds very, maybe they're, you know, they take turns. So they wanted a more dynamic show where they show kind of like a, a classic storyline where you have yeah. good and evil. Right. But That's now, what I'm trying to go for. But yes. now they're just going to have a lot of good and right. no evil and, and still frozen. a phallic stage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How many times can you work that word into a sentence? Voodoo that's, sticky pig wings. See, I go with that. I go with that. You go with that. See? See the difference? I could be a lot but more vulgar with it. <laughs> I, I really do want to know, what the hell is a pig wing? What's a buffalo wing? It's That's from Buffalo. Oh, well, like, I'm that's like chicken. Don't you know nice. nothing? I mean, that's from Buffalo. I mean, from Buffalo, New York. Oh, okay. Not like, like, not, not clarifying. From bison, bison wings. But, <laughs> I thought you were just, no. you know, the flying buffalo. Yes. <laughs> I want to know what a pig wing is. A room full of experts. Nobody can tell me. Here's the deal. Everybody, ha- everybody send Pete uh, a tweet. No, no. And, uh, <laughs> hashtag what a pig wing. Hashtag pig wing. They used to have the pork wings at Trader Sam's in California that were like little, just little riblets with the bone that you could eat like a, like a wing. But So maybe it's that. So you think that they just took the recipe from Trader Sam's and now just are calling it something no, different. No, the, the description so sounded fraud. different. They're perpetrating a fraud against the could public. Be. Okay. Okay, well, I'll go and find out because I'm going to go have Rudy's Sticky Pig Wings. Where do you get Disney Springs? We get those? No, you get them at uh, the villains party. Oh, that's We're all going. Let's go party. We we are in a few weeks. At sunset. I booked it around. Because if you add voodoo in front of anything, it's New Orleans. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the first photo that goes out on Twitter. Is that? I Googled. I want a whole video about my quest for Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. (laughs) Oh, my God, that'll be amazing. I Googled it. Do you actually want to know the answer? Yes, I do. It says, pig wings are a delicious gluten-free and all-natural product made from the shank, a single bone, surrounded by lean, tender meat. Um, they're still downtown for probably. hours. Can I get mine with extra gluten? <laughs> <laughs> the bar one of John's lines? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> extra gluten. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got for you. Okay. Pork shank. I'm on a quest. I want... Voodoo sticky pig wings. So, all right. Well, thank you, whoever was last. Um, who are we up to? Oh, Corey. Uh, we're up to up to Craig. Okay, so uh, bands brew and barbecues going on right now He's at gotta, Sea World Park. You, you got to say it like you got a piece of wheat hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> I believe so. Based on uh, that's how I read it when I drive down the highway. <laughs> oh, it's bands brew and barbecue. Um, <laughs> Uh, 
Boy, um, it's just it's just <laughs> off the rails today, guys. So it started on February 13th, and it, it runs on uh, Saturdays and Sundays. So this past week, they had uh, Smash Mouth and Gladys Knight. But in the next coming weeks, uh, on February 20th and 21st, it will be Scotty McCreary and Dennis DeYoung of Styx, I believe. Oh, uh, God, I love him. Performing uh, respectively on those days. And then the third weekend, on the 27th and 28th, will be Alabama and Foreigner. Uh, respectfully, again, uh, for people who out there who don't know what Bands Broom Barbecue is, uh, it's a event that they partner that SeaWorld partners with he the just USO. Falls right into uh, it every time he says it. it, it it's a, it's a, it's run in partnership with the USO of Central Florida, um, and so they do a concert. Uh, they have a vast selection of it, uh, and then of course they have a little bit of barbecue. Uh, you can do a sampler that's like twenty bucks, and you get to try five different items. A uh, little bit of craft beer. 30 bucks, sample 10 different ones. Uh, there's a mix for 35. Hold on, I've got to interrupt you here both. for a second. Those of you hashtagging VSPW, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. That's not what you're supposed to do. Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. I want to see it. All written out. At Orlando Tiger. Okay, you can continue Show now. my little with her. You, uh, well, it's going to show up over. It's, it's, that doesn't work. He's been in Mardi Gras for a week. Right. Let's go back to Bands, Booze, Barbecue. Bands, Booze, Barbecue. <laughs> it runs on weekends through March 6th, so there's uh, there's still a couple more performers there that they haven't announced yet. Uh, but no, it's, it's a really fun event. I saw uh, Steve Miller Band there one year, had some drinks, had some barbecue, and Steve Miller Band, it was a good old time. I enjoyed why, it. why does this fall out of you? You're not from the South. You're not even from the Midwest. I'm married to Georgia Bell. <laughs> oh, so what? It's by injection? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly how it okay. works. <laughs> so right. Scotty McCreary, huh? Uh, isn't they, they he the American, the Idol, American Idol winner? Kid? from? Yeah. Yeah. He's, still, he's still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's playing SeaWorld. So how, how well did that work out for him? He's like a young George Bush. <laughs> the musically talented young George Bush, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Dennis DeYoung. I mean, obviously, if you're in my generation, you know, you remember him from Sticks. Incredible voice. He had, he had a his solo career wasn't quite as successful as his career with Sticks was, but uh, there we go, Mike. Very good. Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings. Um, if you're inclined to Broadway music, if you're inclined to Broadway music. There's an album that he did years ago called Ten on Broadway that is just phenomenal. So, love Dennis DeYoung. Love him. It's an acapella. A lot of acapella in there. Oh, I, I enjoy sticks. I love sticks. Sticky penguins. Voodoo sticky penguin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now you're getting it. Yes. Everything comes back to voodoo sticky penguins. I uh, I just noticed. My I believe shirt. there's a whole spiritual a whole a whole, a whole spiritual revival waiting to happen around voodoo sticky penguins. They wore the right shirt today. With a pig on it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see sticky penguins on it. It's in. It's written in. Oh, it's Japanese. in Chinese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Farmer Bob. <laughs> Rhino. Um, mine's kind of just a quick one. They're saying that the uh, that Star Wars Rogue One is set to have its own Force Friday, similar to The Force Awakens, <laughs> for September 30th is the day being thrown around right now. So it was a big deal last year, and it looks like this movie's just kind of following in the same marketing footsteps of the last movie, Sands 
giving us an actual trailer. That was a lot of fun, though, that Force Friday. Yeah, it, it said the original projections. It doesn't give me a number here, but it says Force Friday 2015 projections were believed to uh, turn in a billion dollars in revenue in the United yeah. States alone. That's so, why they're doing it again. You know, I, yeah, I can only imagine. And it says uh, the hope is that there'll be no more uh, Where's Ray controversy, because I know there's some uh, lead female in this movie, too. So see if they get it right this time. So hopefully they'll do something fun with this movie again, too. Awesome. All right. It's 25 minutes to two, and we are done with <laughs> Let's rap. go back to the news. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about uh, – we're going to talk about our experience yesterday. Craig, uh, Tom, and I had lunch over at Tutto Italia in Epcot. Now, this is one of my favorite restaurants in Epcot. Um, I This is uh, also – uh, the group that owns this restaurant is the Patina Group. And if you're familiar with Downtown Disney in Anaheim, then uh, Catal, uh, Naples, uh, uh, Tortilla Joe's right, is owned yeah. by them as well. Uh, this is a group that puts out some really, really good restaurants. I was very happy years ago when they took over this space from uh, Alfredo's, which was awful. And uh, so every so often, I haven't been there in a little bit. Um, but it's because it's kind of hard to get a reservation there sometimes, especially last minute. So we went in and we had lunch. We had lunch yesterday. Um, so I want to talk about want to talk about our meal. We'll start with our appetizers. Uh, Tom, you had the insalata mista salad, which is endive, arugula, radicchio, white asparagus, radish, and a balsamic vinaigrette. It was ten dollars. And you were not a fan. I was not impressed. It, I mean, it was very bland. The dressing, the radishes, and the, the asparagus added nothing to the plate of weeds. No. A plate of weeds. <laughs> oh, that's all salads are a plate of weeds. Yeah, I know. But, but uh, Craig tried the, uh, the minestrone soup, spring vegetables, pancetta, and pasta. And that's not an attractive picture. Yeah, uh, well, that's... Kind of the unfortunate part of it. So in terms of the ingredients that were actually in it, uh, once you got nice big bitefuls of those, uh, it was actually really tasty. Um, but there was such a lack of ingredients there that it was mostly just chicken broth. Mm. And um, so it just if it would have had a little bit more, if it would have been a little heartier and less broth heavy, this would have been. I would call this great, but as it was, it was just good. I mean, I finished it, so it, it was edible. Uh, it just, it was a little weak, especially for the price. But I think that's kind of uh, with how expensive this restaurant is. That's kind of a recurring trend. Yeah, yeah. This um, this this is a very very expensive location mm -hmm. to eat. Um, I had the tortino di zucchini, which is basically uh, zucchini parmesan. Uh, baked zucchini, pomodoro, mozzarella, parmesan, cheese. Uh, I've had this before. This is one of my favorite dishes at this restaurant. I get it every time I go, and it is consistently outstanding. Mm. It's also $14, um, which is kind of pricey for what you're getting. The portion size, not that big, but as you're eating it, you don't care because it's just so, 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 so good. I love this. That was an appetizer? That's or? an appetizer, yeah. Okay. Um, and like I said, you know, it looks bigger in this picture than it really was. 
but uh, very, very good. I, I'll tell you, it's, it, it is prepared perfectly every time. Been going, hitting this restaurant for about three years now. And every time I go, this is my appetizer, and every time it's right on the money. Is it like strips of zucchini? Or? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like strips of zucchini, and then they put you know they have the cheese in there and okay. the, the red sauce, and their red sauce at Tutto Italia is phenomenal. I mean, it is a great, great, great uh, red sauce that they make there, and uh, you know, in comparison to I don't know Tony's, <laughs> which is clearly out of a can. Um. So, um, all right, main courses, Tom, you did the risotto, which uh, Arborio rice, shrimp, and lemon zest. This was extraordinarily expensive at $30. Yes. Whoa, for that? It, yeah. Um, a shrimp risotto, yeah. Wow. I love risotto, and I don't get it a lot because typically in restaurants they'll serve it with mushrooms or something like that, which I don't like. So when I, I kind of pre-looked at the menu and I saw this, I'm like, okay, if nobody else is getting this, I want the risotto. And it was good, but it wasn't great. The shrimp were really well prepared. The shrimp uh, had lots of flavor to them. The the risotto itself, not as much. Um, you know, When they brought the food, they asked if you would like shredded Parmesan on top. And I probably should have gone for that because the the salty cheesiness of the Parmesan probably would have helped this dish. But, but eating the shrimp and the and the rice together, it was really really good. Um, I probably could have finished the whole thing, but but the know, risotto on its own. The risotto was on its own was a little bland. It's like they didn't because like normally when I'm because I'll make it at home. You at the end you add a bunch of cheese in there, and I don't think they did that. Mm. I think it was just the the chicken broth or the broth that they used. They didn't add the cheesy goodness. Was to that it. an appetizer too? No, that was a main no, course. That was a main course. Thirty dollars. For, five let me see five shrimp. Five shrimp? Five shrimp. And you didn't finish? I didn't finish the risotto. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Now Craig went with the Craig went with the uh, eggplant parmesan, uh, eggplant, regatte, ricotta, uh, mushroom, parmesan, and tomato sauce for twenty-five dollars. So, Craig, what did you think of yours? I, I I thought it was actually excellent. So I but I do have one complaint with it. Uh, I, I typically get eggplant parmesan uh, a lot at a lot of Italian restaurants if if it's offered. I really enjoy eggplant, um, and I don't like whenever the eggplant is overly breaded, way too way too fried, not really good. Um, but for the first time, I actually discovered that this was the complete opposite. There was almost a lack of actual eggplant in there, uh, which was really surprising to me because it was. You know, it almost looked like a piece of lasagna dropped in the plate. So yeah. I figured there was a lot of thickness to it, and that would be the actual vegetables. Um, this was basically a bowl of different types of cheeses and sauce. And <laughs> Is anything the, wrong with that? Exactly. Well, and that's that's the catch. Uh, it's. The sauce is very, really good there. Um, I don't know why I said it that way. Uh, It's very good. And on top of the cheese. barbecue. (laughs) Barbecue. (laughs) This this known here sauce is is pretty good. Um, And cheese is also pretty good. But, yeah, whenever whenever you just literally sit there and eat a bowl of cheese and sauce, you can't really go wrong. I mean, I devoured this thing, I would say, in probably three minutes. It was Pete had one bite of it and it was gone. They give you bread, right? Um, yeah, they did, but yeah. I didn't need it. I was just kind of spooning it up into my mouth too. 
In my mouth. In my mouth. <laughs> right from my mouth. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah. There are things, there are phrases I don't want to hear come out of Craig. Um, all right. I had the uh, tortiglione, which is a large macaroni uh, with bacon, caramelized onions, and a pomodoro sauce. And this was $25. And I can tell you, this was superb. Mm. This was, I mean, from the first bite, I was like, oh, wow. This was really terrific. Um, Decent-sized portion, I will say. Um, I, I wasn't able to finish it. I was pretty full from bread and eggplant or uh, zucchini. And I felt really bad that I couldn't finish this because I wanted to in the worst way. And uh, these guys tried it. I think they agree with me. This was... This was a winning dish. Yeah, it, I mean, it was. It had the best flavor, honestly, of anything. Well, I didn't try Tom's, but I could just, just from looking at Tom's, I could assume that this had the best flavor. Uh, but then it was also the best portion size, along with the price. I mean, I, I don't know how any of us could have walked away eating that whole dish without feeling awful walking around Epcot. With yeah, that, exactly. With all that pasta in your stomach. That is definitely the, the downside of this restaurant is that it's Italian food, so it's heavy. Uh, it's going to be a lot of dishes that are pretty heavy. And especially, I mean, fortunately, it wasn't warm yesterday. Uh, but on a hot day, walking yeah. around a theme park, I don't know how much you want that yeah. sitting on your stomach. But I was happy for it yesterday and just blown away by how good this dish was. Um, now for dessert, Tom, excuse me, you tried the uh, warm hazelnut chocolate cake. I did. That was really good. Um, it was almost like a. It was a small cake, but it was almost like a lava cake with a big pool, uh, pool of chocolate sauce and very uh, giggling. I heard pool of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> pool of chocolate. <laughs> it almost came out like that. Um, and then the the vanilla, <laughs> um, and fresh berries, which is really good. You tried it. What did you think? It, back to you. It was <laughs> back, to you. back to you. It was very rich. It was yeah. good. It was very rich. Um, Craig, you had the tiramisu at twelve dollars. Uh, Tom's was fourteen dollars. Which seems pr- seems pricey for that. Well, it's a th- it's a theme. Yes. It's a theme at yeah. this yeah. restaurant. Uh, the so the tiramisu. Um, it, it was tiramisu. Uh, obviously, if you listen to our Tony's Town Square review a couple weeks ago, uh, I got the awfully plated tiramisu in a cup that they had there and so uh, in a happy sense uh this was actually much better um it, it was definitely a step up still not the best tiramisu i've ever had uh but far far better than what was at tony's uh but the portion size just felt small i mean i know i'm kind of a bigger guy but whenever i can take something down in only three or four bites that's just that's not enough for me yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just starting to eat too much. Well, is that? But, um, but still, at these prices, twelve dollars for that tiramisu. You're expecting a portion a little bit larger. Yeah, I would have. Ex- I mean, this was a, a rectangle. I would have expected a square, which I believe is kind of what you get at. Uh, uh, what's the- as opposed to the isosceles triangle? <laughs> exactly. What's the restaurant it, that we love over at Portofino? Uh, Mama Della's. Mama Della. They do octagons there. Yeah, like their their tiramisu <laughs> is really excellent, and it's a nice big portion. Uh, 
If that would have been over here, I would be saying that this one was right on the same line, too. But it was just too small. Um, I will say the service, I thought, was very good. Uh, she was very sweet. Um, what, you didn't like her? I, I didn't mind her. The, the Italian people <laughs> are they're a very... Careful. They're a very polite... <laughs> It How almost, many more groups can we insult? <laughs> so, sitting there, the, the thing that kept coming to my mind was there's a sketch from Saturday Night Live where they're in an Italian restaurant and Dana Carvey's the server and Adam Sandler's like the pepper boy and he just keeps coming up to the table. A fresh pepper? And that's, that's what it felt like at this, that it was just like a constant onslaught of, can I take your plate? It was like, well, I've got stuff still on my plate. Well, there, there was that. There was, that was one of the things I wanted to mention. The pacing uh, of this meal was a little faster than it should have been, especially again, coming back to the price point. Uh, that... And this is unfortunately one of the hallmarks of a lot of these restaurants in World Showcase is they are about turning over the tables. And I'm good with that, but then lower your price. Lower your price. Because we were in and out of this place in just over an hour. Wow. From, from appetizer to dessert, just over an hour. Um, I had the lemon sorbet, which was $10, which was excellent. I mean, it was really good, like one of the best sorbets I've ever had. Um, so there's no question for me that the food here is extraordinarily good. What's going to knock you down is the check with Tables in Wonderland, which takes the 20% off but then adds 18% back in for gratuity. It's $180 for three people to have lunch. That is $60 a person. And no one had alcohol. Wow. No one had a drop of alcohol. We had soft drinks. We did have bottled water, because I prefer bottled water as opposed to Florida tap. Um, But $180 for three people. So while the food was very, very, very good, um, my recommendations here would be to... uh, Number one, order your uh, appetizer. Wait for that to come before, you're, before you order your main course. Make the pacing be better. Uh, don't count on them at this restaurant. You've got to take charge of that. So, Can I pause you there for a second? Do you think some people, you know, there's going to be that mix of people that want to go in and get out? Because they have a fast pass or something, right? I mean, if you, if that's if that's yeah. your deal, then just yeah, they'll take but, care but of that you for want, you. If you want to stay, take charge. And for me, at a, a sixty dollars, you know, if I'm paying sixty dollars a plate for a meal, I want to enjoy it. I want to sit. I want to relax. I want to talk with the people. Well, not so much these two, but <laughs> you know, usually with the people I'm there with, um, you want to have a conversation. You want to relax. You want to enjoy the meal. You want to soak up the atmosphere. And this is a restaurant with some great atmosphere too. Um, and I love this restaurant, don't get me wrong, but the bar you've got across at $60 a plate is pretty high. Um, this is this is topped in terms of its expense only by La Cellier. Um, I don't think Monsieur Paul is this expensive. And you can have lunch there too, I believe. Um, so <clears throat> this is... Keep that in mind. It's good Italian food, but it is Italian food. And it's, you're going to, you know, for appetizer, main course, dessert, don't be surprised if you're going to spend $60 a person for that. 
Do I think it was worth $60 a person? No, I don't. Um, do I think it was very good? Yes. But would I go back? Yeah, absolutely. Because I love the restaurant and I love the food. But do I think it's a great value for what you're getting? Not at all. This might be one of those times where you each order an appetizer and then split an entree. Split the split the pasta. But I feel like, a lot of money. I, I mean, I know I'm probably in the minority here, but I left still hungry. Uh, but then again, I just had essentially a, a bowl of cheese and sauce, a soup, and then a very light dessert. So square. that was also not yeah a, a rectangular dessert, <laughs> not the full square. Did not fit properly in the stomach. <laughs> uh, so if I would have ordered and asked, like, what, what was the most hardiest things, I probably would have left a lot more full. But that was also shame on me for... For going light. Yeah, but I offered you the rest of my pasta and you didn't want it. You did. I got to worry about my figure. No. <laughs> Give up. I'm not um. there yet. Soon. Oh. Give me a week. Beach batty ready. Beach batty ready. I don't know how you yeah, said Got to get ready for the tractor pole. <laughs> he wants to look like a weeble. You say you have to get ready for the what? The tractor, tractor pole. Tractor pole. Oh, the tractor the pole. Band's I did barbecue. But so yeah, um, Tom. Scale of one to ten overall, everything considered, what would you give this restaurant? Seven. Seven, Craig. I'd go with an eight, maybe even an eight and a half. And I and I'm at, the only reason I'm not going to go with eight and a half is because of the price value uh, difference for me. I'm going with a seven, um, and I do really like this restaurant a lot. So. If you want good Italian food, if that's what you're in the mood for, you, you can do no better at Epcot than Tutto Italia. Um, perhaps, arguably, no, no, Il Molino is better. Il Molino is better. Great. But it's among the best Italian you'll find on property in general. However, know that you're, if you're going to really, yeah, now that I think about it, if you're going to spend that much for an Italian meal, take the walk over to Il Molino. You're going to get a lot Larger portions. No, you disagree? No. I'm just remembering that I had dinner at Il Molino last night. <laughs> well, what do you think? You did Il Molino. Oh, no, I love Il Molino. You had a double Italian day? I did. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I'm staying at the Swan, so it was convenient. I just walked downstairs and grabbed a seat at the bar. It's and kimono. It's next door. No. No? Right. Tom could have done karaoke. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, yeah, that's what I would say is that you know, if you're in the if you're in Epcot, you're in the mood for good Italian food. Absolutely, this is the place to go. But be mindful of the price um, that you are going to spend. You're going to spend real money there, and you'll have a good meal, but you're going to pay for it. So that's my that's my take, our take on Tutto Italia at Epcot. Um, I'm not ready to wrap the show up yet. I know we've got five. You know, it's five minutes of, but. I have a question. I've got stuff to talk about. All right. Look, I had an email come in. I'm sorry I don't know your name, but because um, I'm just, I don't have it in front of me, but somebody sent an email. They, they want to do this change.org thing about removing the crane from the castle. Now, we know that's not possible. You just can't do it. But they also offered a suggestion for Disney, not for us, of maybe Disney should, like with rehabs and closings, let people know when the crane's going to be there and when it's going away. Would that would that impact how you go? Would you revolve your trip around a crane behind the castle? No, I mainly because I enjoy complaining about it. 
Um, I'm excited when I see the crane go up because it gives me a reason to vent um, frustrations that aren't pro- appropriately being expressed in other areas of my life. So, um, Ichabod is what we call it, by the way. That's its official Ichabod. name is Ichabod Crane. Um, <laughs> but you know, with Kathy, you do the rehabs and updates mm-hmm. and all that with, with the with the closings and stuff. I kind of think they're sh- they should announce when it's going up and when it's coming In down. In prior years, they did, but the last two years, they haven't. But I was, you know, our park this month is Magic Kingdom. And I purposely, last week, took pictures to show you can take pictures without the crane in it. Maybe it, it's not your most Not everybody stylistic. has Photoshop, though. Well, you know? no, no, I didn't know. <laughs> you know, it's just how you take the picture. I get it, but... You know, all right, kids, a, a, lay on the ground, lay on the ground. You know, a day, <laughs> a day with the crane is still better than a snowy day up north. And we can't really complain about the crane this year because the freaking right in front of the castle, it's been under construction mm-hmm. for how long? Nine months it's at this point. Stage. Before that, are was, they building a parking garage? Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. And before that, they were doing the hub expansion, so everything was ripped up there. Now it's face it, you're never going to get that perfect picture until whatever they're planning on doing and finishing up is completely done and with a new show coming in there'll probably be more walls going up so they can redefine that stage i feel bad like when you go down by disney springs and you see all the the cranes and the construction because that's not how i first came to disney it seems like the last i get why they're doing it but I just keep hoping that when they're all finished. Yeah, well, when you first came to Disney, Universal wasn't shooting steroids. So. Well, true. That's. What? That's. <laughs> no, that's. Why do you think we have all this construction going on? You know, take a look at the. the, the I'm sorry, the quarterly report that Comcast issued and the kind of numbers that Universal is posting. I mean, double digit growth year over year. They're talking, I mean, huge numbers. And nobody can say anymore that, oh, yeah, well, it's this one's, it's Harry Potter's first year or second year. No, 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 we're past that now. Mm-hmm. This is what they're doing. They're talking about huge increases in gate attendance, huge increases in in-park spending. That's why there's, there are cranes everywhere. It's, why, it's world mm-hmm. of, you know, Disney would probably do better creating one of those construction theme parks yeah. where people can, like, play on the crane. You know, if they did that, you know, I would probably make make Crane it better. Swing. Diggerland. <laughs> Diggerland, yeah. Well, um, what? Yeah, there is a. Digger. Let's watch how much we throw that one around. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, where Ichabod's concerned, um, like, I guess it's more about managing expectations. If you know it's going to be there, almost like when you go and you know Pirates is closed. You know it's closed. It's it's no big deal. But I guess it's managing your expectations. Well, you know, Disney always sends letters to people like when the pool's closed or this is closed. You would think they would put something like that in their right. letters too and just say it. Uh, well, I, I look, I, I'd be okay with them just posting somewhere That's cool. online that, okay, Ichabod's going to be up Yeah. this date, this date, this date, this date. Um, but I, I don't know how much we can actually expect Disney, how far we can expect Disney to go, you know. Next topic. Let's go. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, what do you we, got, Craig? <laughs> oh, I, I've got some bright news. It actually started yesterday. Um, but for all of you game show fans out there, uh, Wheel of Fortune's doing their uh, mm-hmm. their Sea and Shore week right now on the show. So they're uh, showing off, I guess, some locations from ABD, Alani, and uh, Disney Cruise Line. And a lot of the puzzles are Disney-themed and oriented around. So if you're... Looking to get your Disney fix with game shows right now, Wheel of Fortune. Okay, so now he goes into game show voice, game, game show host voice. Tune what, in. What's happening? Find it what's, in your local listings. He's the uh, he's uh, the uh, what's the lizard that changes colors? The chameleon. Mm-hmm. He's I've the just, chameleon of accents. He just absorbs whatever he's talking about. Listen, I really want to see Pat Zajac and Vanna White doing these fun things. They were in Palo on the cruise ship and at Alani hearing the storytelling and something else. But Vanna I didn't White watch last like, night. I'm sorry. Vanna White looks like a science project at this point. <laughs> they never used to. No. Well, that's what happens. You can only have it. You can only have the skin tighten so many times before you start looking like a Beverly Hills science project. <laughs> um, but, and Pat Sajak. Is he drunk most of the time he's doing that show? I guess. Wouldn't you if you would watch that wheel spin around and around constantly? And then you have these you have these people that uh, well I'm not going to get into it. I mean it, you really can watch the decline of the American education system just by you know looking over years at Wheel of Fortune. Why are you buying a vowel? Yeah, really. Well, that's that Steve Harvey video <laughs> where the lady keeps answering the same oh, question. Oh, that was yeah. hysterical. That was good. That was hysterical. <laughs> Um, that actually makes me want to go sit in an audience for a taping of Family Feud. I didn't realize he swore in between takes and all that stuff, so that was fun. So. Turn that over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mommy. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. You're not going to get it, and I can't do it justice. But... Voodoo Sticky Penguins. Uh, do we know if the Big Bad Wolf will be at Club Villain? I don't know. With the three little pigs? Oh, God, Tom. Oh, you think they'll, <laughs> you think they'll make <laughs> the Voodoo the Sticky Penguins from the three little pigs in front of us? Worst joke. <laughs> so, did, did anybody see the Star Wars Episode Eight announcement trailer? Yes. No, this is cool. they did a they did like it was like the trailer and it starts and you're like uh, and then they go cut <laughs> like we had to show you something we started filming today it's just this like two second shot of Mark Hamill and uh, Daisy Ridley spoiler alert so people asked why I didn't bring it up so I now they know I brought it up and all the voodoo sticky pig wing thanks Pete <laughs> <laughs> my people my people I love you all right that is gonna do it for us today I think. I think it's time to get while the getting's good. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, Voodoo Sticky Pig Wings at Orlando Tiger. <laughs>